0: Hi, welcome to Dark Horse Matters with Bev. This is a podcast where uh, creative minds and ambitious souls can come to share their journey and just talk about what their pursuit is in life and what they're passionate about and the things that they wanna do to make a difference in the world. And many of the people I interview on this show are entrepreneurs, business owners, creative people, um, just passionate, passionate people who you know just wanna make a difference. So today, uh, my hope is to inspire people to just really identify in inside themselves what makes them truly happy and makes them want to move forward and go after their dreams so today i'm really honored to introduce you to the guest um that i invited today has truly been an inspiration to me for such a huge part of my life and um you know since a very early age in life i was probably like 19 or 20 when i first met her my goodness and um she gave me my very first opportunity to work in a dental office in los angeles and um She is a powerhouse business owner, a female dentist, and she is a single mom, and she is uh, very, very intelligent. She works with a lot of medically compromised patients. She specializes in medical emergencies. Um, she uh, She served as a director of the operating room procedures at UCLA Dentistry, and was the first dentist to serve on the operations Uh, the organization's heart and lung transplant team. How impressive is that? Um, She's also been featured on many high-profile TV shows like um, The Doctors. I haven't seen that episode yet, I'll have to look it up. And KCAL9's Best of LA, and also hit TV shows, Flirty Dancing. I cried when I saw that episode, by the way. But anyway, she blows my mind on paper, but even more so in person, she is one of the most humble and generous people and most beautiful people I've ever met. So um, please give a warm welcome to Dr. Carrie Lynn Sakurai, DDS.
1: Awesome. Yay! <laughs> well, thank you so much, Bev. That was, that was a, a very uh, honoring introduction and I am humbled by uh, my presence with you and what you've done. You've done so much uh, for yourself, for your children and for the profession. So I am just honored and so proud to be acquainted with you.
0: Yay, thank you so (laughs) much. Okay, so I I just wanted to get started um, just kind of going down memory lane because I mean, gosh, how long, how long ago was it that we met each other? I mean, I I was such a baby at the time, like I I didn't know anything. I was just like, you know, deer in the headlights, you know, with everything when I moved to LA. But I just remember the first time um, I met you, I was actually a patient, I was in the chair and you were like, oh, you know, what's going on in your life? You know, that's how dentists do, you know, they, they make small talk. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to sell shoes anymore. And you were like, you want to work here? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Pretty much got hired right out of the chair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell this story all the time because that's exactly how I got my job in the dental office back in high school. same way you want to work here like it's just funny like I was just been so blessed to have opportunities like that that just came my way and um I just you know you're so amazing you let me train on the job I didn't have to go to school for this you know and I learned from the best and um it, it was just amazing and um one I just one striking memory I have that has just resonated with me for my entire life. Um, I don't even know if you remember this, but uh, it, it was probably like a week after I started working with you, everybody at the office left and it was just me and you sitting in the front office and you're you, you were asking me, "What, what's your passion in life, Beverly? And I was like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I was just young and I was like, is this a test question? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you passionate about and I remember I had to think about it hard and I was like I guess my playing guitar music and my family and you know I felt ashamed when I I said that because I I that was the two things that I kind of put on the back burner you know I f- was focusing on just working and you know going to school all those kind of things but I I when I looked at the time that I spent with my family and the time I spent doing what I loved, which was music, playing guitar, I hardly ever spent time on that. So I remember feeling ashamed that when you asked me that question, that was my answer, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't paying attention to it. But then you you went ahead and told me, you know what, if that's your passion in life, don't ever let it go, like hold on to it. And no matter what you do in life, who you marry, who you know, what how many kids you have. Never let it go. And everything else in your life will fall into place. And, you know, I just every day, like when I go through life, I find myself going back to what you said. And every time I feel like I hit a hurdle in my life, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel lost. I I always look right back at that and and it just you know it hits home and i'm just like oh okay this is what i'm supposed to do it helps me get back on track and figure stuff out so i just thank you for that like it really resonated that was the first week i was who is this woman i just met her <laughs> She's getting like all deep, having a deep conversation with me, and I just met her, you know. So I, I just really, really appreciate that, and it's. I, I just wanted to tell you that I remember that, and um, it's something that I've held on to my whole life. So thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. you no, know, I'm usually pretty good at spotting good-hearted people, and you are definitely one of the good ones for sure. Mm-hmm. So can you tell? tell the audience
0: about yourself. Like, where did you grow up? And um, like, how many siblings do you have? Like, where, where did you grow up? I I know it was in California,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in, in Southern California, down in Orange County. um, And I have one younger sister. Um, She's up in Oregon currently. And professor of English literature, talk about 180 from me, the science nerd, right? <laughs> yep, you know,
0: I, um, I do remember you and your nerd alert. <laughs> <I was>
1: like, <laughs> you,
0: made, you made nerdy cool, though, I have to say that. <laughs> so, like, uh, in your family growing up, was it like super Japanese, like, uh, just in culture, like,
1: in your household? Like, what was it like? somewhat my dad was like a, a mechanical engineer so he was sort of my science nerd um kind of a mentor and role model so dinner table conversations were kind of nerdy so <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I kind of brought that on when when i became a parent it's like we talk about science things and why you know if you know why, if a dog eats green vegetables um, and there's chlorophyll in there, there's not photosynthesis in dog poop, so, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why poop won't grow. <laughs> <laughs> I know very pleasant dinner conversation, but you know it's it's about the science and and uh, you know what what can happen and um, just trying to. Allow the imagination to expand and you come up with super funny entertaining conversations
0: <laughs> oh i I get it man i and you know I loved it during um quarantine when uh-huh. i I got to stay home with my kids for two months i I never thought you know I would ever ever experience being a stay home mom feels like, and I got uh-huh. to experience it for two months. It was so amazing, and we had conversations like that all the time, like just <laughs> <laughs> we funny. did science experiments. It was so much fun, yeah. And my kids were really into it. We made balloon rockets. We did like... oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you saw my Instagram with my son and his little egg in the vinegar jar. <laughs> He oh, no. Like he had his little um, he had his little science. You know, he was writing all his notes down and his observations. It was so cute. Oh, cute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, a total nerd. Nerd family, of course.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> learned from the best. He learned yep. from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, I just um, I was thinking about you, like dentist. Like, how did you? what inspired you to become a dentist? Like, I mean, you and your sister are so different
1: and you know, what led you down that road? Well, the difference I think is probably head trauma. (laughs) 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 We survived our our dental class and 90% of us, you know, experienced some sort of head trauma. Me, I fell off my bike and like smashed my face and, and um, you know, broke my nose. I wasn't worried about my broken nose, but I was worried about my chipped front teeth. So as a high schooler, that was like devastating, right? So uh, my dentist was able to save those front teeth and that's what inspired me. And that's really cool, you know, and um, I wanna be like him. Wow, that's so cool. (laughs) Wow. You know, I I experienced something
0: like that recently, like one of my patients, um, uh, he, he was inspired by the whole process of treating him with periodontal disease and you know he ended up applying for dental school after that whole process he came oh. in i mean he worked for a tire company you know <laughs> <laughs> and then after the whole process of getting him healthy from you know yeah you know, from having periodontal disease and getting healthy and just you know seeing the, the way we helped him he, he literally got inspired and went to dental school i i just find oh. that so like you know I, that's what makes me love my job you know what i mean like when you see that you can impact people in that way for absolutely.
1: sure absolutely
0: and that's so cool that that's how you got inspired <laughs> to do what you do wow uh, that who that dentist man i give him a lot of credit <laughs> <laughs> so um in your office i mean you went to ucla for your dental school um yeah. in your office like I mean, you just, I just remember you just standing out amongst the crowd, like the ideas that you would come up with just to, um, you know, (laughs) I don't know, make patients just, you know, have fun. You know what I mean? Like, and one of the things that stood out to me was like when the kids are doing their fluoride with the the trays, we do fluoride varnish now, so we don't have to do that anymore. But the trays would look like, it was like yellow and it looked like duct. A duck bill, duck yeah, lips. Duck, lips. <laughs> duck lips. Yeah, I just remember the kids would like they would put the the fluoride trays in their mouth and they would quack around the office, quack quack quack. quack. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the parents just appreciated that it made the experience so happy and fun for the young kids. You know, because if a traumatizing experience at a young age, that can like stay with you for the rest of your life. And I don't know, I just remember kids just not having a bad experience with you, like even though you're not a pediatric dentist, like a lot of pediatric dentists would refer their patients to, to you <laughs> because they couldn't <laughs> handle. <laughs> and then, you know, like our Christmas cards. I don't know if you guys still do that tradition, yeah. do you?
1: Well, we haven't lately, but we've got some of these Christmas cards in here that I don't know if you can remember.
0: Oh my gosh. I just remember like we you were so funny when you sent these cards because you wouldn't put your name on the card it would just be the address and and patients would be calling the office like whose card is this like <laughs> you know like the, the the wives would be like why are your, is my husband getting pictures from women <laughs> and it's like oh it's the dentist because nobody recognizes you without all that you know the mask Stop and the on. goggles on <laughs> but you're like so fabulous and beautiful so it's just funny it was just a buzz that you created like you know we would get so much phone calls after the Christmas cards that go out <laughs> uh, so much fun I miss that I miss that but um I just you know so much amazing experiences like uh even with like the medical emergency aspect like man the the experiences that i got from working at your office just the type of patients the medically compromised patients uh amazing like um i just remember one patient who had cerebral palsy i -hmm. mean when you look at him you would not think that he could You know function but he used to drive to the office by himself in his chair you know like (laughs) with this remote control you know by one finger and but he couldn't communicate verbally at all and i just remember us taking like 15 minutes once just to figure out that he wanted us to put his sunglasses on his head and we were like what do you want (laughs) chocolate (laughs) and he would be like you know trying to communicate i just want you to put my sunglasses on my face but you know we figured it out at, at at Eventually, but I just remember he sent us an email afterwards that was just eloquently written. And I mean, just, you know, you would never think that his mind could write like that beautiful, um, you know, w- the way he wrote the letter. And, um, you know, it's just it was, and he just expressed his gratitude for everything that you did for him. And I, I just, you know, I, these are the kind of stories that I remember, you know, from working at your office, just the kind of people that you helped. Like, um, it's so amazing that they have someone to turn to, you know, because a lot of times when you can't communicate, you know, like people don't really, they, they kind of give up or they just do it the best they can, but you really made them feel, um you know, well taken care of. So I, I remember that about working at your office.
1: Oh, well, thank you. And I had a great team to, to help me execute that. So thank you.
0: And the other thing that I remember was the, um, the you gave us a pop, like an emergency protocol. <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we wanted to, I wanted to make sure that you guys were ready.
0: Oh my gosh, it was so intense. Like, I just remember me and Kim Jenkins, we were um, dental assistants, and the protocol was the emergency light communication system would... Go on, and the room that the emergency was in would be lit. And when that never happened, you know, like we never that never happened. But that day when we came into work, it happened. We were like, me and Kim were looking at each other, like, "Oh my God," you know. <laughs> and then we go over there, and then there was a CPR dummy like in the chair, and we were like, "Oh, what the heck's going on?" You know. And then we went through the whole protocol. We we started doing it, and then we we're you're videotaping us the whole time. And I just remember us, you know, finishing and we were like, okay, did our patient survive? And you're like, no, he died. we <laughs> were like, why? <laughs> and then you're like, well, if you guys would have looked at a little bit further, you would have seen in the waiting room, there was the, you know, the, it was like, I don't know, like a, just a hypothetical person there with the medical history, the medications and the medical history of the patient. And you're like, that is the most important thing when you're doing an emergency situation. So, and we missed that. So yes, that's why our patient died. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that, that's like, so, I mean, it just shows, you know, how you just go a step further and making sure your team is prepared. So that is just so cool. I, I just really appreciate all that I learned from you. Yeah, so can you tell us like any, uh, what's going on now, like in your office, like
1: any, um new happenings like any new members on board um yeah we've got some some new members on board we're trying to to expand and um uh well especially with this covid stuff we're just trying to increase our 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 knowledge base by taking more ce courses and uh things like that um working now with some digital technology and digital workflow so again nerd alert kind of <laughs> <laughs> <tinky> stuff <laughs> so and then um, just kind of fun stuff uh, we just recently were interviewed by um, I guess what's his name Lawrence Fishburne in what's happening with new technologies in dentistry so they came and did a little interview for us in our office so that was kind of fun (laughs) and unique so always fun to try to stay on top of everything and learn new things. And I'm just always in awe of how smart everybody has become. And there's just so much to learn. And uh, technology has advanced so quickly and so far. It's just amazing. It is amazing. And I just remember you were one of the first
0: people I, I saw that had that uh, CAD cam camera. Like you guys were doing Invisalign through that and um, the cerac Crown. I don't know. Do you guys do Cera yeah. now too? Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that was like so new, you know, back when you first started doing it. Um, it was just new technology. Invisalign. Um, I I definitely remember being a guinea pig for you on that. When I first came <laughs> out, and I was like, I'm so lucky. <laughs> I'm a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know, I just remember um, uh, because of this whole, like what you specialize in, do you have any stories like any um, that you remember? Like, have you saved anybody's lives? Like, have you ever had that uh, encounter with anybody?
1: Yeah, well, not, not, not necessarily directly, but there's one patient that came in his blood pressure was really high. You know how I always take a blood pressure before I start? It was just for just a prophy, right? And his blood pressure was doggone. It was like 210 over 110. It's like, this isn't right. And he goes, I'm just fine. Just do my cleaning, will ya? I'm like, no, let me take it again. Wait five minutes. I said, how are you feeling? Well, now I've got a headache because you're not <laughs> not cleaning my teeth yet. <laughs> We're running behind schedule. I like, like, uh, your blood pressure is still 200 over 100 something. Let me check it one more time. If not, I'm going to send you to, to the ER. And he goes, no, just you know, just do my cleaning. So we checked it again. It was still 200 over hundred. So I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to call your doctor. So I called this doctor and his doctor got him in right away. And that afternoon he had a quadruple bypass. Wow. He could have had an MI in my chair. He could have died right there. And just uh, pushing the envelope, making sure that, you know, what you're seeing is real, double checking it and being confident enough to know that okay this is really what I see and not letting sometimes Mm -hmm. the patient dictate what they want versus what you know that they need Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah that's one that we saved his life. It's just incredible
0: that you know I that I got to experience, you know, working with someone who just really knows what to do in, in emergency situations. And, you know, a lot of people just kind of hope, you know, uh, it hope it's never going to happen, you know, but it's so important to be prepared for for everything like that. And um, I just think it's it's um, amazing, you know, uh, what you have done for your patients and, you know, just the fact that you're you're just I, if I were, you know, when I worked there, I just felt safe. You know, you oh, felt good. safe that, you know, if if something were to happen, I know that it would be handled properly. And I'm sure all your patients feel that way as well.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: So um, wh- let's talk about like your uh, your experiences with all the, the new publicity that you've been
1: getting. Like, how, how are you getting this? Like, how is this happening? <laughs> Just by fluke. It was absolutely by fluke. So, you know, um, the, the younger staff are like, oh, you know, we've got social media. We can help educate patients even more and better. So um, that's when things sometimes they get imaginative and sometimes can be a little silly. So uh, was it last year we were caught on Instagram because, we thought, oh, okay. Let's find something to celebrate. It's National Radio Day! Yay! So everybody, let's brush your teeth to your favorite radio song for two whole minutes. Woohoo! So we cranked it up in the, in the office, and we are dancing around brushing our teeth for the two minutes. And um, evidently, some casting director picked, us, picked it up and uh, started calling the office. And um, I thought it was a joke. You know, it's like, yeah go away <laughs> so they, they call again make them set up an appointment they probably need a cleaning or something so they kept calling and calling and one of my other patients happened to be a casting director and she goes well carrie let me check this out for you and um she goes oh my gosh no this is like the real deal and it was for flurry dancing and they wanted to find somebody that could be a dancing dentist <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, they they interviewed me and um, they said, no, 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 you should do this. And, I, and my kids were like, yeah, yeah, mom, go, go, go do this thing. It's like this dating reality kind of show and um, being a single mom and my kids were tired of me being in their hair all the time. <laughs> so I actually went out and and did this fun little show and it was just an awesome experience. I had no clue what, you know, the industry was like and what goes on behind the scenes to actually make like a two minute clip. is huge and just the people involved and and um, the logistics and the amount of material that they had to film to actually cut back and make sure that you didn't burp on screen and <laughs> I didn't catch that, or <laughs> I didn't trip over your feet.
0: <laughs> you know that that show was just filmed so beautifully, the cinematography, like the way they put it together, the editing, it was beautifully shot. Everything, I was very impressed.
1: Yeah, they did it. They did it big, and I was, you know, pretty impressed. And I was also very intimidated, you know, because I was dancing on the deck of the Queen Mary, and there's drones like buzzing me. It's like, oh my gosh. They're like dive bombing you, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, it's hard to not be distracted when you're supposed to like focus in and remember the five, six, seven, eight, and turn <laughs> and not fall over the edge of the railing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, man.
0: Yeah, I thought that was so cool that you got to dance on the Queen Mary too. That was just beautiful. It was so beautiful, and um, and that I it, that was such a cool episode. Like I, I cried when I watched Aww.
1: it. I was like, oh, I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny because for the little they said, well, can you dance? I said, well, I don't know. They said, well, have you danced before? And as you all well know, some of my background is I, I dance some hula. So they said, send me a clip dancing in your kitchen so it's like I just turned on some Hawaiian music and and did a little quick clip I said well that's like how I dance I don't know how you guys dance if it's like gonna be ballroom or whatever and it was totally different because like in in hula you dance low to the ground right and then they tried they put me in three inch hills this is like this is like ridiculous this is like nothing like uh, like, that I've done, I can't dance in heels, and you know I trip over my own feet. me <laughs> in tennis shoes.
0: It's like Dirty Dancing, that movie. <laughs> if like, nope, nope. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Stand up straight. Oh, spaghetti arms. <laughs> yep. Posture. Nose over toes. Oh my gosh.
0: That that sounds like so much fun, though. You look like you had a lot of fun.
1: It was. It was. It was a real quick deal. It was like I had two half-hour, hour-like rehearsals, and then it was boom to film. It was just quick deal. It was. It was fun. It was an experience I, I would not, you know, have ever expected, and I'm um, glad for the experience.
0: Well, that's really cool. So, I guess my last question for you is, um, what's next? Like, what what's next? Goal that you're working on toward for your your business and your life, you know, like well, what, what's your next passion that you're going well, after
1: for, for for business? Hopefully, I can expand enough to um, bring on an associate to to help carry the torch, so to speak, and um, get a little extra time off and do a little traveling. You know, there's some CE courses in, in Brazil and Sao Paulo. I'd love to go, and I know it's a little nerdy but um <laughs> go learn some more in different different parts of the world and experience other cultures and 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 get a chance to just see and experience and um that's my next leg of of life and uh, my hope and dream
0: that's awesome you know what i i know yeah, that you're going to do it um, the, there's nothing stopping you and you know whatever you 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 plan for and you put forth it's just gonna manifest and it's gonna come true and you deserve it out of every you're the most hardest working person i've ever met and you really deserve every bit of happiness that you have coming your way and you know this is the time this is the time to do it you know um i'm so happy for you like um and i'm just so excited you know that we've known each other this long and we we still (laughs) you know took a while to get us back in touch but um it maybe it even took the pandemic to get there because i feel more connected to people now than ever before like i just made an effort to start reaching out to people when i had the time you know during the quarantine I just started. I was like, this is the time. I can actually talk on the phone for once, you know. (laughs) So, you know, I I, and I just, even after I went back to work, I just, it made me feel so good inside that I just kept doing it, and which is one of the reasons why it inspired me to start this podcast. So, um, I'm so happy, and you know what? I just wish you the best of luck, and you're gonna, all your
1: dreams are gonna come true. I I know it will. Well, thank you, and you too. um, Congratulations on your successes, this new podcast and, and moving forward and being just a model, amazing mom as well. you I can see from your social media, your kids are so happy and I am just so proud to know you. Oh, thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode, you guys. An amazing, amazing mom and business owner and just an amazing person who just inspires so many people, her patients, and, um, and inspires me every day. So take care and God bless, and I will see you next week. Aloha.